Welcome to Baba Education Institute. My name is Reverend Hamdi Kelly. Today, we will continue in the book of Revelations. We will be in chapter 18, and the title on this is Lament Over Fallen Babylon. And I'll be reading out of the NIV, New International Version, uh, just to make it simple uh, to make it simple to understand. And once I read uh, chapter 18, then I will be going into Matthew Henry's concise commentary on the whole Bible to explain what we just read uh, because uh, the Bible uh, or uh, Revelations is allegorical or spiritual, a method of uh, the images and events are figurative, a deeper meaning of spiritual truth, and it also has symbolic numbers to it. So, let us begin. Uh, before we get started, I'd like to tell you what the Bible is so you can trust the Bible, why you can trust the Bible. And I got this for Dr. Vodi Bakum, and you can watch him on YouTube or put uh, go on a search engine and put Vodi Bakum Ministries and find him there. But mo most of his teachings and everything will be found on YouTube. And I got this from him. The Bible, a reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other witnesses. Forty authors, 66 volumes of books, span 1,500 years, in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe, written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek and a little bit Aramaic. Hundreds of subjects and topics, and that's why we can believe the Bible. Now, let's get started. Uh, Revelation chapter 18, and I'm using the NIV, and that is the last book in the Bible or the last book in the New Testament. After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven. He had great authority on, and the earth was illuminated by his splendor. Verse 2. With a mighty voice he shouted, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling for demons, and a haunt for every impure spirit, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean and detestable animal. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive, excessive luxuries. Okay, the next section is, uh, the, the title is Warning to Escape Babylon's Judgment. Verse 4, Then I heard another voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues. Verse 5, For her sins are piled up to heaven, and God has remembered her crimes. Verse 6, Give back to her a sh I'll give back to her as she has given, pay back double for what she has done, pour her double portion from her own cup. Verse 7, give her as much torment and grief as the glory and luxury she gave herself. In her, in her heart she boasts, I sit enthroned as queen, I am not a widow, I will never mourn. Verse 8, therefore, in one day her plagues will overtake her, death, mourning, and famine. She will be consumed by fire, for mighty is the Lord who judges her. The next section, threefold woe over Babylon's fall, verse 9. When the kings of the earth who committed adultery said with her and shared her luxury, see the smoke of her burning, they will weep and mourn over her, verse 10. Terrified at her torment, they will stand far off and cry, Woe, woe to you, great city, you mighty city of Babylon. In one hour your doom has come. Verse 11. The merchants of earth will reap and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore. Verse 12. 
cargoes of gold, silver, precious stones, and pearls, fine linen, purple silk, scarlet cloth, every sort of citron wood, and articles of every kind made of ivory, costly wood, bronze, iron, and marble. Verse 13, cargoes of cinnamon and spice, and in, uh, of incense, myrrh, and frankincense, of wine, and olive oil, of fine flour, and wheat, cattle, and sheep, horses, cartridges, and hum, uh, excuse me, carriages, and human beings sold as slaves. Verse 14, they will say, the fruit you longed for is gone from you. All your luxury and splendor have vanished, never to be recovered. Verse 15, the merchants who sold these things and gained their wealth from her will stand far off, terrified at her torment. They will weep and mourn and cry out, woe, woe to you, great city, dressed in fine linen, purple, and scarlet. <laughs> And glittering with gold, precious stones, and pearls. Verse 17. In one hour, such great wealth has been brought to ruin. Every sea captain, all her travel by ship, the sailors, and all who earn their living from the sea will stand far off. Verse 18. When they see the smoke of her burning, they will ex exclaim, What there, uh, was there, uh, excuse me, was there ever a city? Like the great city, verse 19, they will throw dust on their heads and will, with reaping mourning cry out, Woe, woe to you, great city, woe, uh, where all who had ships on the sea became rich through her wealth. In one hour she has been brought to ruin, verse 20. Rejoice over her, you heavens, rejoice, you people of God. Rejoice, apostles and the prophets, for God has judged her with the judgment she imposed on you. And the next section is the finality of Babylon's doom. Verse 21, then a mighty mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a large millstone and threw it into the sea and said, with such violence, the great city of Babylon will be thrown down, never to be found again. Verse 22, the music of harpists and musicians, pipers and trumpeters will never be heard in you again. No worker of any trade will ever be found in you. The, the sound of a millstone will never be heard in you again. The light of lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of bridegroom and bride will never be heard in you again. Your merchants were the world's important people. By your magic spell, all the nations were led astray. Verse 24, in her was found the blood of prophets and gods of holy people of all who have been slaughtered on the earth. And that concludes Revelation chapter 18. Okay, now we are going to go to Matthew Henry's concise commentary on the whole Bible. And I will start at Revelation chapter 18. And this is going to lay it out for us. Chapter 18. Number one, an angel proclaims the fall of Babylon, verses 1 through 2. Number two, the reasons for her fall, verses 3. Number three, a warning to God's people, verses 4 through 8. Um, number four, the great lamentation made by her followers, verses 9 through 19. Verse uh, number five, the great joy at the sight of her ruin. And that's verses 20 to 24. Another angel from heaven proclaims the fall of mystical Babylon. Verse one to three, a voice from heaven admonishes the people of God, lest they partake of her plagues. Verse four through eight, the lamentations over her. Verses nine through 19, the church call upon to rejoice in her utter ruin. Verses 20 to 24. 
Okay, let's begin. Um, and that's Revel uh, Revelation chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. The downfall and destruction of the mystical Babylon are determined in the counsels of God. Another, an another angel comes from heaven. This seems to be Christ himself coming to destroy his enemies and to shed abroad the light of his gospel through all nations. The wickedness of the Babylon. Of this Babylon was very great. She had forsaken the true God and set up, and set up idols, and had drawn all sorts of men into spiritual adultery, and by her wealth and luxury kept kept them in her control. The spiritual merchandise by which multitudes have wickedly lived in wealth, by the sins and follies of mankind, seems principally intended. Fair warning is given to all that expect mercy from God that they should not only come out of this Babylon but assist in her destruction. God may have a people even in Babylon, but God's pe people shall be called out of Babylon and called effectually while those that partake with wicked men in their sins must receive other plagues. Uh, see Revelation 18, 9 through 19. The mourners had shared Babylon's sensual pleasures and gained by her wealth in trade. The kings of the earth must mourn, whom she flattered into idolatry, allowing them to be ty tyrannical over their subjects. While obedient to her, so also the merchants, those who trafficked for her in indulgences, pardons, and Honors these two must mourn. Babylon's friends tasted her sinful pleasures and profits, but but are not willing to share her plagues. The spirit of Antichrist is a worldly spirit, and that sorrow is a mere worldly sorrow. They do not lament for the anger of God, but for the loss of outward comforts, the magnificence and riches of the ungodly will avail them nothing, but will render the vengeance harder to be borne. The spiritual merchandise is here alluded to when not only slaves, but the souls of men are mentioned as articles of commerce to the destroying of the souls of millions. Nor has this been confined to the Roman Antichrist as if it was the only guilty one. Let prosperous traders learn with all their gains to get the unsearchable riches of Christ, otherwise, even in this life, they may have to mourn that riches make to themselves wings and fly away, and that all the fruits their souls lusted after have now departed from them, and death, at any rate, will soon end their commerce, and all the riches of the ungodly will be exchanged not only for the coffin and their worm, but for the fire that cannot be quenched." And that's definitely talking about hell. Okay, chapter um, uh, Revelation is eighteen, chapter eighteen, verse twenty to twenty-four. That which is matter of rejoicing to the servants of God on earth is matter of rejoicing to the angels in heaven. The apostles who are honored and daily worshipped at Rome in an idolatrous matter will rejoice in her fall. The fall of Babylon was an act of God's justice, and because it was a final ruin, this. This enemy should never molest them anymore. Of this they were assured by a sign. Let us take warning from the things which brought others to destruction, and let us set our affections on things above when we consider the changeable nature of earthly things. 
Okay. And that, and that concludes Revelation chapter 18, reading in Scripture from the NIV, New National Version, and then going to Matthew Henry's concise um, the concise commentary on the whole Bible to understand what it is saying. And now we know. Let me read some scripture. John chapter 6, verse 44 to 65, NIV. No one can come to, to me unless the Father who sent me draws them, and I will raise them up at the last day, For 65. He went on to say, this is why I told you that no one can come to to me unless the Father has enabled them. Romans chapter 5, verse 10, NIV. For, for if, while we were God's enemies, we were recounseled to him through the death of his Son, how much more, having been recounseled, shall we, saved, shall we be saved through his life? Matthew chapter 11, verse 20 to 30, the NIV. Jesus says, Come to me, uh, uh, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. That was verse 28, 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And verse 30, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, yoke is what they used to use for, like, horses, you know, when they had wagons and stuff, and they put this, like, this thing to hold them, and it was called a yoke. And, you know, sometimes it's a little heavy and stuff, and that's why it's talking about a yoke, because they're talking about what was, uh, what was normal back in those days. Okay, now, let me give you some salvation scripture. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10, King James Version. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God is raised from the dead, and shall be saved. For the heart, man believeth on his righteousness, and with the mouth confession made salvation. Romans chapter 10, verse 13, King James Version. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans 10, chapter 17, King James Version. So that faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Now, why do we need Christ? Well, we, we all have broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments. And according to the, what the Bible says, it says if you break one of those laws, which you can find in Romans Romans uh, chapter 7, if I'm not mistaken, uh, if and many other places, but that's one that came to my mind. Um, but if you break one of the Ten Commandments, you're guilty of of all of them. So, so let's give you, um, let's give you some. The sixth commandment, you should not murder. According to Jesus, if you ever hated anybody, you've already committed murder in your heart. Um, have you ever looked at another person with lust? That would be the seventh commandment. You should not commit adultery. According to Jesus, if you ever looked at another person with lust, you already committed adultery in your heart. Remember, God's standards are very high and ours are extremely low. And that's why we have to come through Jesus because we are full of sin. And uh, have you ever lied? So what do you call someone who, who lies? You call him a liar. Um, that would be the ninth commandment. You shall not bear false witness. And it don't matter how long ago it was, if you're a child or whatever, you know, you've, we've all committed these sins. Um, have, you, have you ever took anything that wasn't yours? Like a bar to pen from somewhere, it don't matter the amount, or you take a, 
uh, like a, how would you say, you take like a uh, paper clip or whatever, you know, and you don't return it, you borrow something, don't return it. It doesn't matter the value of it or anything. It's just the intent, you know? And that's what gets us right there. So that would be the, the Eighth Commandment, you shall not steal. What do you call someone who steals? A thief. We fall into these categories, you know? We don't want to consider it like, we'll look at somebody, oh, look at them. But you need to look in the mirror, man. You know, because we all have sinned. We all have fallen short of the glory of God. And that's just period. That's just how it is. So what do you do? Well, kind of like if you're, if you're in a plane and, so, and, and it's about to crash, somebody gives you a parachute, you're going to hold on to that parachute for dear life because it's going to save you from the jump to come. Jesus saves you from the judgment to come. So you need to come as a little child, humble yourself as a child. Uh, and ask God to forgive you. It's called repentance. And ask God to forgive you. And then put the trust you have in yourself to Christ alone. And you shall be saved. That's what the gospel is. So I would advise you to do that, you know. And if you have, good, start reading. And once you do do that, you need to start reading the Bible daily and then find a good Bible-believing, teaching church so you can grow and ask God to, to help you find one, and he will. I'm going to give you some resources now. Dr. Vody Bachman you can find on YouTube. All these you can find on YouTube, and I'll give you some websites for them too. Um, Living Waters with Great Comfort, livingwaters.com, R.C. Sproul, Ligonier Ministries, Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, Genesis.org, Wall Builders with David Morton, wallbuilders.com, and he'll give you a history of, of, of uh, Christianity in America, uh, Dr. Walter Martin, waltermartin.org, Apologia Studios with Pastor Jeff Durbin, and you can also listen to it on Apple Podcast. If you go to apologiastudios.com, uh, and you go on to the menu there, and if you would go to uh, Greg Bonson or Bonson U, you will get a literal, literally a free seminary education. Um, the family donated all of his teachings and stuff is really good, and they're all on uh, audio tape, you know, so they've uh, redigitalized them and everything. And it's good. I listen to them. In fact, I just listened to it on Friday. It's very, very good. Fantastic. You learn so much, and it's on different topics too. If you would like to correspond with us, our email is bobeducationinstitute at gmail.com. If uh, we do, uh, we have a, uh, we have a new website. It's not fancy. It's a free one, you know, to try to keep costs down. And um, it, it, it's one of those where they give you like a number and then the, the site. So here it is. And it's also at the bottom of the um, bottom of, of the uh, podcast and video on the information stuff on the bottom but here it is it is five lowercase d lowercase b lowercase e one one eight two lowercase e five eight three one dot site lowercase s-i-t-e one two three dot lowercase me that's m-e and like i said you should you can either uh, click on the the link, or if the link's not highlighted, you can just copy and paste it and put it on your search engine, and you can find us there. And if you'd like to donate, we do have a donate uh, section also, and also below, and you can give you know if you want to to help us continue in ministry. Um, that will uh, it is. Uh, 
PayPal. So if you'd like to do that, that's fantastic. You don't have to. It's totally up to you. If the Lord leads us to, praise God. And you can also find us in on these uh, platforms. Uh, you can find us on YouTube and Rumble. And Telegram, Get, Telegram, Getter, Twitter, Facebook, and all these our podcast platforms, that that's audio, listen notes, luminary podcast player FM, heliumradio.com, Helium Radio Network, uh, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G Potter, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Podcast Addict, and others. Let me give you these teachers again and some new ones. And that is... Dr. R.C. Sproul in her ministries, Dr. Vodi Bakum on YouTube, an online search engine, Dr. James White on YouTube, and he's with Apologia Studios, Pastor Joe Weapon with Right Response Ministries, Pastor Jeff Durbin, Apologia Studios, Doug Wilson, and Gary Lamar, uh, Gary Damar, that's Gary D-E-M-A-R Damar, and you can find those on YouTube, and so... Yeah, let me give you these other ones. Uh, if you would like some, uh, I use these platforms to get books, and that is um, Abe Books, ABE Books. It's online, um, and it's really good. They have a lot of good Christian books, whatever you need, new and used, and same. For, and then they have Thrift Books, Amazon, and Alibris. A L I B R S, but when, if you're looking for a book, just put it on your search engine, and it'll pull up like other other booksellers where you can buy stuff from. And also, another good resource is uh, if you go to TCT Network and you put that in the search engine, just put that TCT Network in and go to on-demand videos. There's there's one that's really good, and that's Faith in History with William Federer. You will learn a lot about Christian history. American and around the world is fantastic and is very he's a good orator and everything. Very very he makes it very interesting. Another one used to be on there is Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lappin and sometimes his wife Susan Lappin would help. But um I guess they took it off of T C T but you can still watch it on YouTube and you can go to his website, rabbi dot com and you can read uh, his wife's blog she has there called Susan Susan's Musings. It's really good, really good teaching, and you learn a lot about the Old Testament part. Well, till next time, remember, read your Bible daily without failing, do what it says.